Soccer Podcast is BYOT. Bring your own tacos. Dick swinging. Swinging. You're listening to American Slacker Podcast. We can say fuck. Can say fuck. With Matthew Gertz and Jesse Landers. I don't care if it's spoken. This is cool. That's a decent amount of sausage. This man sure. needs a doctor. Yeah. I just hope they're tasty. What's up with these clowns, man? Cut the lights and went through people's pockets. Don't you point that at each other. Let them smoke a little. You need to like step it up to that point. <laughs> we're not gonna. We're not gonna lead with the. We're not gonna lead. Uh, no. Welcome to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt, and I'm Jesse. And today we are joined by our. Awesome guest, not scaring me right now, but you have recently, uh, <laughs> David Howard Thornton. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> hey, man, thanks for joining us. It's uh, it's awesome to be able to talk to you after watching your role in Terrifier, and furthermore, looking into you and seeing you play so many roles like the Joker. I mean, that's crazy, man! Like to see you play full spectrums of clowns, let alone, and then furthermore, I mean, you've done theater, you've done a lot, a lot of voiceovers. It's really uh, it's quite an accomplishment of all, all the things you've done, all the projects. <laughs> it's been fun. I'm, I'm not complaining <laughs> at all. Yeah. Yeah. I bet, man. I bet uh, the stories I bet you have. I wanted to start right off the bat. I know you came from mainly a comedy background and you came into horror with this role. Now, yes. what was the hardest part about coming from comedy to a horror role? Like in such a brutal role, no less, not just like yeah. stepping in the door, but coming into a role of like a premeditated character that like already has a background and people love for that brutality and the very uniqueness of the character. Yeah. The hardest thing for me was getting over my fear of actually hurting my co-stars because I was oh. a little bit too easy on the scene, especially like my first night or so there. I was like, you know, like, oh, no, you can actually choke Jenna. I'm like, I don't want to hurt her. It's like, no, go ahead. It's okay. It gives me something to work with. I'm like, are you sure? I don't want to hurt you. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Like I a tough imagine. line to know where you're crossing it. Oh, yeah. Mm. It, it had a very surreal experience for her, especially because I'm covered in blood and have all that makeup on. And mm. I'm like, as they say cut, I'm like, are you okay? How oh. are you? <laughs> it's gotta be so weird like i wish yeah. there was some existing footage of this like as soon as it's like cut and you're like did i do too hard it's like you see like this brutal character like having compassion yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I think we had a lot of laughs about that a few times too because like ah, oh, where is it? it's like just like just beat the crap out of her and then all of a sudden are you fine you fine you fine you fine <laughs> <laughs> oh man seeing art talk very very odd yeah <laughs> Now, now, how long? Teeth in my mouth, so it made me sound a little bit. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> how are you doing? Are you okay? <laughs> you okay? Like, oh boy, I sound like some hillbilly. Well, that, that was one of the, um, the, I think, the scariest things to me mm. about Art the Clown was like the pantomime and sort of the like silent film style, like uh, very physical um, expression, rather than like actually saying things that are scary. It's it's all in the in the body. Yeah. Like, mm. And and obviously the the look, 
the the very dark mouth that that it was very creepy as well. That's exactly yeah. what he said. That's exactly what he said about it. Oh yeah, my man. god! Yeah, there was just so much about it. Just there's something about the face structure too, like with the additive of all the prosthetic, like the clay or whatever. Like it just puts yeah. it to like unnerving look. And uh, man, the way. We had gotten a chance to see the um, the time lapse of you, of you getting the the makeup mm. put on. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah, that must have been a process. Oh, it definitely is a process. It's a, a lot of glue on my face. <laughs> oh my god! Now was it like the first makeup test? I, I read like that you you had immediate chemistry on your your audition for the role, and uh, was the first makeup test like the most brutal because it was like getting adjusted to figuring out like putting you to look like Art the Clown, like or was it? Was, well, it, was it more like, than the normal? Um, the the mask that uh, Mike, the, oh, the mold of the mask that Damien made the, the test mask off of, off of what Mike Gianelli had had. Mm. And so they also had to make a mold of my face while I was there. So that was kind of claustrophobic in itself. They had to do my face Oof. and also my teeth so they can do the prosthetics for the teeth. Oh, so, yeah. Um, yeah, because like the, the mask Mike had, you know, Mike has a, a, a chubbier face than me, most people do. But uh, <laughs> it was like we, we had to make that fit the right way. So it did totally fit me perfectly. But, you know, it, yeah. it, it gave him a nice, you know, look and see what I would look like and everything like that. So, so you know, it was, it was interesting. It was, it, was, mm. it was fun, though, because that was um, we had ordered pizza. And so the pizza guy showed up right when I had gotten in my full costume and makeup. Oh, no. Oh, wow. <laughs> dude, you got to go answer the door. I'm like, OK. <laughs> oh, God, dude. Yeah, that poor guy. Oh, that poor guy. Oh, <laughs> I, man. I was in full character, too. I did it all in character, just silent and everything. I just opened the door and just stared oh, at Oh, wow. Him. Like, what the fuck? Oh, man. That'd be so <laughs> cool if that guy, like, just, like, like saw the movie come out later on and was like, what? I saw that clown. Like, <laughs> that's who I get pizza to. <laughs> <laughs> at least you weren't in, like, the bloody scene, like, after one of those scenes and you were just covered in blood. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that one, you were probably just like, nope, 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 nope. You're not paying me enough to be here. Nope. <laughs> Trust pizza now. I'm out. Now, how long was the, uh, the actual shoot for the movie? Um, it was originally supposed to be six weeks. Oh wow! Okay. A few setbacks, and we also did some reshoots and added some extra scenes. So I mean, it really took between um, we started filming October of 2015 and finished filming our final scene. I think last year, April of you know 2017. Oh wow! Yeah, but that was off and on during the year and stuff like that. So okay, filming, filming, filming the whole entire time, of course. So yeah, right. Yeah, because yeah. I'm just thinking, yeah, how much time that meant actually being in the chair, getting all that put on you. I, yeah, you I, I think I spent at least you know, 20 different days of getting that that makeup on and stuff like that. So I actually wrapped on the film four times. <sighs> OK, it, they, it was funny because like my first night wrapping, I had a huge cake that they brought for me. Second night it was a, a smaller cake. Third night was basically a donut. <laughs> like ah, we're probably doing this again here's a pepperoni for you so, <laughs> like, hey. slowly just shrinking yeah. down <laughs> like, oh. oh man yeah i heard you had over 100 hours in the makeup chair alone is that is that yeah. true yeah definitely so definitely oh my god that's mayhem that's mayhem man <laughs> did you have to do intensive makeup when i um just so the listeners know you you did five years doing uh theater touring doing uh how the grinch stole christmas right right 
Did you have to do makeup prosthetic like type work for that too, or um, not as much? Because I mean, like if I if I had ever gone in for Grinch, they would have done a lot of like just makeup, makeup. Yeah, they really didn't do any prosthetics for like the faces on stage. It was just that was all makeup that they put on. Okay. Who they would put like a prosthetic beard on me and stuff like that. So oh, okay. okay. Yeah, kinda, um, my first year doing Grandpa, I after a while, especially during the four show days where they had to keep on tearing it off in between shows and stuff like that. I ended up getting like, you know, my skin got really irritated by it all. I got all these rashes and it was because of spirit gum. So they had to use a uh, telesis instead, which, which oh. is a lot better for the skin. Yeah. yeah Especially was, if you're having you know, to do it every day, I'm sure. Yeah. It, it sucked when that, that when, it, when it got all like with that rash, cause that, that was painful. That got so painful. Oh yeah. I bet man. I never even thought of that. Yeah. Like the constant like covering of your skin and your pores, just like oh, absorbing all that. And, uh, Oh, that was not fun. That was not fun. Yeah, yeah. Man. Now, now, uh, so that was, that was, uh, theater, correct? Correct. Yeah. Do, is, is that where you kind of like, you started out then that's where you like came up studying kind of. Yeah, that's uh, exactly. I, I started doing like community theater back when I was like, I think it was my freshman year in high school, but I started auditioning. Oh, wow, cool. that, but I had done church theater before that too, which is kind of funny considering why I do now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, oh. oh man. I don't know, man. He might, it might be, you never know. You never know. Oh, I've been a long day since doing Moses and the freedom fanatic. So, just... <laughs> Oh man. Uh, it was those little church show days where you, you step forward and say your line, then you step back in the line, you know, it's like, right. but Moses, what do we do now? <laughs> yeah, the next kid just forgets their line and they just stand there like, <laughs> <laughs> he's choking. Feet uh, him oh man. Yeah. Now, were you a horror fan before you took on the role of Terrifier? Because it seems like you yeah. just you had such a different like uh, the background. I would just never would have expected you to come into this role and play this <laughs> horrifying clown that makes Pennywise look like a little bitch. Like, it's amazing. Yeah, right. yeah I actually I was uh, I was like a little bit late to being a horror fan. I, I got into it my senior year of high school because before that my mom was terrified of horror films, so we never watched them in the house. Mm. It was like my friends dragged me out to go see scream two when it came out theater. such a good like, flick go. i'm like sweet and i had so much fun after that i just got hooked on it so but i never imagined that i would be doing horror i've always yeah. done comedy so i was like well if i'm ever in a horror movie i'm probably gonna be like the jamie kennedy character like that like the level you know like goof that yeah killed i never imagined i'd be the killer himself so <laughs> yeah yeah and it seems like you like that being in that position you at least yeah. have fun with it all the villains are the best. Ah. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. What was it like? Uh, so uh, your take on the Joker, I just thought was so unique, man. You avoided like trying to come all the main, the new mainstream ones. I feel like are, are following the same modified Heath Ledger role. And you just, you took a combination of like you and then like, you know, the cartoon Joker. And I feel like the Nicholson Joker, like you just, you took a bunch of like different and just like made it unique. Where did yeah. that come from, man? Did you have that idea for a while? Because I saw you did impersonations of the Joker um, right. previously before you did this. Yeah, that, that's pretty much what I did. Is I because I he's like my favorite villain of all time, and mm. I, I love all these different versions of the character. There have been so many great versions of him, and I, I, I yeah. ultimately think Mark Hamill's version is the best version. So that's the one I 
most model my mm. version of, but I don't try to do full on Hamill voice. My, I, I try to add my own little thing to it, but I, I've tried to add little bits and pieces from like, especially like Romero and Nicholson and Ledger to it. I'm, I'm going to steer away from Leto. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't blame you. I don't blame you. My yeah, least favorite. I ignore that. <laughs> I, might, I might throw that in just as a mocking way. Just like, ah, ah, or something. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So now, how does, were have you that a Batman even... fan as well oh. growing up? Oh God. Yes. Oh, I've always been a huge mm. Batman fan. It's like, I've always been more of a Batman person than the like Superman. And part of it, oh, I think, yeah. I just think Batman's a more interesting character and he has definitely more interesting villains. Mm. Oh yeah. 100% gallery. agree. Ugh. Yeah, I've never been a Superman kid growing up. I just I don't know why. Wow. Superman was like, I want the regular man beating the hell out of all these bad guys. Like, I like this dude. You know? It's hard to relate to him. That's you know, like Spider-Man mm. was always like my favorite Marvel character because I could relate yep. to him. I was that mm. geek and stuff like that. He was like, he he actually had problems in the real world where like he was always struggling financially and he had relationship problems. And it's like, yeah, you can relate with that character. That's yeah. Superman. He- late with i'm like dude you got all powers right? he's from another world man he's from another yeah. world that's what i like them actually like a lot of people knock the the you know the ben affleck the batman versus superman i like that they address superman as like he's like a god without like you know any any check in balance you know like yeah. it's, it's it's crazy i like that aspect of it and uh yeah man i just i'm not a superman yeah. guy but he was too serious in those movies that's what drove me mm-hmm. crazy because i'm like this yeah is to be a boy it's and the killing too. They broke the rules. Batman's supposed to be the one that's all grumpy all the time. You know, mm. it's just like that's what they, they had that balance between those two guys because yep. they were near each other in that way. It's just like, oh, man, it's like Superman's always been the positive, upbeat one, and Batman's supposed to be the brooding one. But they were both brooding. I'm like, well, this is no fun. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't. Yeah, that didn't mash up. That yeah, that chemistry was a little weird. Yeah, and especially Batman yielding guns kind of screwed with me. I was like. What? Yeah. This is not Batman. Yeah. I killed so many people in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, literally, there's like yeah, reels of it. And it's through the oh, roof. Yeah. God. There's just the hypocrisy there. It's like, oh, you're so dangerous. You can do all this stuff. And all these people. Have you not seen what you've been doing just with the Batmobile alone driving through yeah. the city, man? They could have named it Batman Blasting with appearances by Superman. (laughs) Public Works Department's going to have their hands full for months after. (laughs) The budget can't handle Batman and Superman. (laughs) Coming out of the Wayne Enterprises. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Oh, shit. So, man, where did now coming into the art? Where where did the idea come to like audition for being art? Actually, like because I know I didn't see anything about that. Like where you came into the idea of like you know what that's a role I would actually like to to try out. Oh yeah, it was like well I had seen All Hallows Eve a few years ago and when mm. it first came out because I thought that was like a really cool character. I was like when I first saw, it, I was like, oh my god, that is an awesome character. Mm. He, he was like in my head, he was like an evil version of Mister Bean. <laughs> yeah, oh, wow. and i have always wanted to play a mr bean like character because i love that 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 visit like the very physical character that's very mischievous and just you know does he's very selfish and just does whatever he wants he only cares about himself and he's just whatever makes him happy that's what he's gonna do i'm like that's what art is i'm like he's like an evil version of mr bean and i'm like god i would love to play that character and then i was like well nah, you know maybe another character one day and then like mm-hmm. it was back in like around like April 2015, like um, I was actually without a job at the time because I had just come back from touring and decided to take some months off just to audition. 
Mm. And I came across an audition on Actors Access. They they were looking for someone to uh, take over the role of Art. And Oof. they needed a tall, skinny guy that had physical comedy or clowning experience. I'm like, uh, yeah. Hello. So I contacted my reps and had them submit me for it. And the rest is history. It was just, it was perfect. That's, that's it was awesome. One of those serendipitous things too, because like uh, the original art, Mike Gianelli, he didn't want to come back for the role. He had retired from acting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Really, I have to do all that makeup and stuff again. And mm. so they had actually hired another actor to play art for this teaser trailer they did. To, I think help with the, the Indiegogo campaign. Oh stuff. yeah. I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And he apparently did not, they offered him the role and he just turned it down because he didn't, I think he didn't want to wear the contact lenses of all things. I'm like, oh, yeah, wow. I don't know either, hello, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> dude, <laughs> yeah, but he's just kicking himself in the butt right now. <laughs> yeah, man. I've got to say uh, as far as like, thing to turn it down for. Yeah, when it comes to horror, man, your character that you've had the chance to play is one of the most iconic. It's blooming into such a like a cult character now, and like, man, wow, that's crazy. Just because of contact lenses, you denied yeah. the role. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, wow, dude, you you gave up. You know, I mean, it's great for me, but for you, that sucks. Hey, yeah, I was gonna wow. say, I'm glad he did because I mean, God knows what yeah. it would have been with like that kind of changed the butterfly so effect. You know, like. I just, yeah. I feel like the way you did it, the way you worked with Damien, everything came out perfect, man. I mean, yeah, it's it just, just, it was like, it just seemed like it was meant to be. Yeah, man. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Now I, I do have a, like a question about art and like, I'm going to try to do it without <laughs> spoiling things for anyone else. Cool. Um, uh, have, art's clearly not human. Maybe not. Does it, uh, mate, like, <laughs> it humanoid? Yes. There's, there's. I will say, there's something supernatural about him that you can tell at the end of the film. For mm. sure. That's like Matt and I were talking about that ourselves and trying and if to you figure watch out like the prequels. Well, yeah, cause, and and we're hoping that there's going to be a sequel to Terrifier. Uh, that's, oh yeah, it's a loaded question. I want. Yeah, is there any any little news about that, or is there is there a future for is art? It's being written right now, so oh man, working on the first draft, and I, I think after he's done writing that, he's going to start trying to shop it to different, um, not distributors, but uh, like producers and studios and stuff like that, because we we definitely want to have some studio support behind us this time, so we have a much bigger budget, because. Mm. I'm uh, I'm amazed with what we accomplished with the budget we had, and I can only imagine what we could really accomplish with a, a true budget for a film like this. And yeah, because we got some crazy, crazy ideas for this sequel, and we definitely have, to have a big budget for that. So that's awesome. Uh, yeah, well, if you don't I, mind I me only... asking, what was the budget for the uh, for Terrifier? I don't know if I can give the exact amount, but okay. I would say it's probably a lot lower than you think. Okay, was, yeah, wow. uh, than you think. It was lower, a lot lower than what I originally thought, and I thought I was giving a low number. And I was like, "Oh wow!" It's like when Damien told me the number, I, I just started laughing my head off for about five minutes. So I was like, "Wow, we did this with that? Are you kidding me?" Well, it seems that's, like he's he's kind of like a DIY guy. Like he he really yeah. came up with a lot of methods to come up with these effects. You know, he came up with the whole concept of the the art. You know, I mean, it, it's I see how it's he does things. You know, that that we were able to make this movie on yeah. that type of budget. It was just like it's mm. yeah, and I think that's what part of it was. Was like 
it was his abilities to do special effects. He did it himself. So that saved us money from having to hire people to do that for us. To bring right? And the quality for him. Yeah. I mean, he would like film, come do some of my makeup. When he was done with my makeup, he would go film. Then in between setting up shot shit, he would go over and work on some of the prosthetics he had on the side, like adding hair to it or like whatever he had a paint on him and stuff like that. And it's just like, he was, I don't know how the guy got any sleep or anything. Cause he, I mean, did, he was, he was busting his ass. Did he solely do your makeup? Yeah. He did all my makeup. That's and insane. The practical effects he saw in the film, he did it himself. Like, he, like we had uh, another girl come in that did uh, the preliminary, just basic makeup for everybody else. But if it came to any of the battle damage and stuff like that, any wounds, Damien, he was like, no, no one's doing that except for me. Wow. He's a special effects guy. That's, that's his thing. And mm. so I'm like, and I, I think that's what, you know, really saved us on, uh, on the budget. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really cool. And I, and I also love the, um, it has such an eighties horror film yes. feel to it. Especially uh, the intro like, song brings you right into that feeling, right? Yeah. And Doesn't it? As, as you're building your toys, uh, your tools yeah. of destruction. Oh, I thought that was the perfect that's intro to a movie. Like, uh, Nightmare on Elm Street there. Uh, we, mm. we put little bits of, you know, little Easter eggs and our oh, yeah. love letters films all throughout the film so yeah you know, yeah that was done on we, it was, it was, this is all an homage to like 80s and 70s slasher films that you know back then were very light on plot and character development mm. like, yeah we actually downgraded the film quality we shot on red but mm-hmm. we downgraded everything to look more like those old grindhouse films right yeah that, yeah total grindhouse oh film. man classic yeah classic slasher grindhouse yeah, I think it's funny about some of the critiques we've gotten some people like oh, oh. the lighting blah 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 i'm like yeah that was all <laughs> <laughs> I was just gonna say, right. I same thing. I, I watched a lot of right uh, a lot of yeah. reviews, and they were like, you know, there's something about the lighting. It's just not. I was like, oh, you're not a horror fan. I get, I get what's going on here. You you don't understand what's going on here. That's what that's what that is. Yeah, that uh, yeah. Intentional. And the plot too. A lot of people like there was I, if any complaints, which there's very few complaints about this movie. If you watch all the reviews, they're all positive. But the few that I did see, the plot, like, oh, there's not much plot. It's like, well, you might not have seen the previous one and furthermore you're not seeing the projection of what i believe damien wants you to see yeah, exactly. you know what you guys have created as a view people, like i asked them a very simple question well also the, the plot for uh friday the 13th part four right off the top of your head who are the main characters other than jason they're like uh i'm like exactly mm-hmm. yeah yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah very true same yeah, when, same with terrified it's gonna be, watched, yeah yeah when matt and i had watched it we we said like they're like, who's the main character? If anyone, it's it's art. Like, yeah, that's, like, that's it. Yeah, you thought you thought it was uh, the this one girl, or you thought it was the person coming to save her, or like this or that. But then, like, yeah, there's it's no very clear. Yeah, there's no survivor that. like glory or you know like that type of perspective. Yeah, from like Halloween. Or... Those old slashers were. You didn't like you know look at Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The main yeah. characters were the family. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the victims. Yeah, you didn't no, know the victims happen to come through on the main characters. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It's like that's what people forget. It's because people are so used to like horror films now that are very heavy on plot and like oh. you know character development, big plot twists happening, and you know. But those same films are light on like 
the, the things that a lot of slasher fans are wanting, like the, the violence and the mayhem mm. and all that kind of stuff. The fun. They've lost the fun mm. aspect trying to be yeah. too, serious, like, physical, provoking emotion. Yeah. yeah. Instead of like, yeah, the plot. Yeah, that, well, that's very true. It's, it's cool that uh, there's still people out there, you know, doing awesome stuff like Terrifier. Oh. Um, and it seems oh, there, there's some other good ones out there. Oh, like, pl- uh, yeah, there's a- like Final Girls. Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a great take on like the, the slasher genre. It was, a, it was an interesting take on us. That's really clever, right? I, I enjoyed like the babysitter recently. I thought that was just like, oh, oh that yeah, that was an interesting one. Yeah. I know a lot of people hate that one. I, I thought it was hysterical. I loved it. I, I was like, they are having fun with this. And that's what, yeah, that's like, yeah. Like Zombiever. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that. I have not, but I, I've heard great things. About it's that. a lot of fun. And people are like Zombiever, like just because of the title. It's like, well, it, <laughs> if you go into it with that mindset, it's going to look stupid. But if you go into it with like the idea of them having fun with the production, you have a lot of fun too. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, exactly. And, and that's I, what it is. Yeah. Having fun with it. That's, that's what it should be. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody wants to be a critic, you know, and it, it's more or less, you, you got to kind of try to figure out where the art came from, I think, to really appreciate it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Then that's, people don't realize, I think, that there are different types of horror films and there's there's certain types. You have mm. your hereditaries and you have your zombievers. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Sharknado. Yeah, man. That's another another one that makes it all around. Yeah. 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 You definitely, you know, it's, and hey, if you don't like it, you know, there's, there's something out there for you. That's for sure. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Now, what would be your, your favorite project? Like, I feel like we're overwhelming you talking about art. What would be your favorite project throughout the years? Cause I mean, I feel like doing theater would be so cool and especially touring with a project like the Grinch that brings me, you know, like I, I love the Grinch personally. So yeah, I think that would be such a cool project production to be part of, but yes. then you have so many voiceovers, you do a lot. And it seems like you have a true love for, for doing uh, impersonations. So, you know, I'm just curious, what is your favorite project over the years? Oh, like that I have already worked on or I want to work on that you have worked on, but now I want to know what you want to work on. <laughs> I would say, oh, of course, terrifier is definitely one of them. I mean, yeah, the last to do. Um, I, yeah. I've had a blast doing Nightwing Escalator just playing the Joker. Cause that's like, I, that's a character I just love playing mm. and like theatrically. Um, the, I've done this show now twice is the 39 steps. Where it's uh, it's just you know it's based on an Alfred Hitchcock film, which is a very serious film, mm. but the play itself is a comedy because it's a play within a play. Mm. Where these like there's four actors, and then like the main guy plays the main character, the female plays the three main females in the show, and then two other guys they're called the clowns, and they play everybody else. Oh wow! And so uh, I, I've done the show twice now. I've played both of the clowns now on that. So. Um, so I've played well over 40, 50 characters in that show. And it's, oh, it's, wow. I'll, I'll have characters that are interacting with the same character I'm playing in the same <laughs> scene. I have to go between characters having conversations with myself and doing different accents and voices. Wow. It's, it's, such, a, it's such a crazy, funny show. And I, I, that's one of those shows I could do over and over and over again because there's so many different ways you can do it. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, so I could imagine so being being on the stage is more more of a calling to to your heartstrings, I guess. It is in a way because there's that instant satis- you know, that instant um, feedback from the audience. You know if something's working or not. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you know, there, there are different things that work, you know, that I like about film over stage, like, you know, film, like if you make a mistake, well, you can go back and just cut, let's do that again. Mm. But on stage, you have time to really sit there and develop a, a character over the whole entire, you know, arc of the, however long you're doing the production. Like while I was doing Grinch, I had five years to really develop Grandpa Who and stuff like that and find new things with them on film you just had that one moment where you're that one day you're filming that one scene and that's it so like crammed. I, it drives me crazy i'll go home and i'll think it's like, oh i could have done that oh, shit. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah I'll, I'll try this out see how this works Huh. I never thought about it like that. That's amazing. Yeah. That's yeah like, yeah. Yeah. Cause I mean, over the five years, how many times would you say you performed? I mean, it's gotta be insane, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, for, for the Grinch. I mean, to isolate that. Uh, Grinch, I probably had, well, I had well over 300 Christmases. Wow. Oh my God. So yeah, 300 performances to perfect something versus, I mean, how many takes did you get with say art, the clown? I mean, per scene, on yeah, average, would you say like one or two? Like it was pretty quick, right? Like, it, uh, did you take a lot of cuts or? We would do like five or six, I would say, like okay. different angles, and stuff, like different reasons. But you know, that's okay. You know, that's just that one day, and like that's not where I have time to sit on and let it stew in my brain for a little while and, and, and come back. Because I like to play when I when I act, I like to play around and find new nuances and stuff like that. And so mm. that's that that's definitely the challenger's film. You have to think of this stuff right there on the spot, and just, that's what it is. What whatever you get there is what's going to be. As opposed, mm. you know, stage, you can just let that evolve over time. So mm. you know, those are little things. Different yeah. beasts, it sounds like. Did you sit with the script a lot, like beforehand? I don't know how long you had it, but did you sit with the script for a while and really sit there and, and on your own just perfect this idea you were going to go in there and just balls loaded? Yeah, it seems- a, lot of, a lot of those scenes, sometimes it was just like, okay, let's just, I would ask Damien, like, because like sometimes Damien had very specific things he wanted to do. Other times he's just like, well, let's play. And I'm like, okay. And I, we would just, in the moment, just come up with things like the, the, the scene where I like flick off, um, <laughs> give the bird to a victorious character. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> like, that was all, uh, after they had already said cut and I was just joking around on set and Samantha's walking back and I, I flicked her off <laughs> and they caught it on video and everyone, the whole crew just died laughing and like, they're like, Oh my God, did we get that? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, let's keep that in there. Cause that made the whole crew laugh. So that's like, an so iconic funny. image, man. That's yeah. hilarious. Yeah. That yeah, wow. I love that. That's an outtake. That's amazing. Yeah, that was totally an outtake. It wasn't supposed to be there. It was just like me just goofing around, being silly. Wow, that's so cool, man. <laughs> yeah. I love. I love the whole art of improv, man. Especially when you bring in horror. Like I could only, uh, I could only imagine. No, it's, it, we. Yeah, it was like like the whole pizza scene, the pizzeria scene. I was like with all the faces, and that was all just me improving there, and just like they let the camera roll for about five minutes, and they just kept rolling because they just. Or I guess I was entertaining him so much. I'm like, oh shoot, <laughs> uh, cut, cut, cut. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, that adds so much. Yeah, attention to the whole like the the beginning of the film too. That yeah. that that scene right there where it's just like they're trying to figure out who you are, like what you're doing, like why are you doing this, like, and there's no release, like there's no relief from the like you talking. You just stay put yeah. and it just, it's yeah. so unsettling. And I think that just brings it into the perfect like ramp to like what the fuck journey you're when, about to go on with this when film. The, when the friend that's, came that's and a, sat on your lap and I was yes. just like, no, 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 no. 
don't you? That's, that's like a very real fear that, you know, especially women had. I mean, yeah. I've seen that happen to women on the, the trains here in New York, you know, mm. where some creeper will just sit there and they'll just stare at them like that. And it's just, it's just, Oof. it's un- I think that's why that gets to a lot, especially a lot of women when they're watching the film, they're like, oh God, because they, they've had guys do that to them in public. Man, yeah. The movie made me creep out enough. I could only imagine real life. <laughs> ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's Jeez. that's wild man so what then what are you looking for play on a lot of those real fears mm, yeah true very true yeah yeah that's what brings the horror to the true like that's all the senses if you can conquer all the senses with horror you know yeah uh, so what what would be the ideal next project to go from because i mean you're coming from such an iconic role now i mean granted there's you know possible continuation of this work down the line for art but what is yeah. like the next role you'd like to jump to to like conquer like and, and tackle with the skill set or develop a new skill set or whatever um geez I, I have like two big ideas that i i i like to keep on putting up to the universe. You know, like, first of all, I would love to tackle the Joker on a TV series or, mm. or a film probably more on TV series now since they're doing so many Joker films. So like, cause I know yeah. they're bringing Batwoman into the CW universe now with all the oh, wow. shows. So I'm like, well, if that, if they do like a Batwoman show, that means I gotta have Gotham city. I would love to, I would absolutely love to come into that and at least be Joker on that. That would be so much, but that'd be a dream uh, come true for me. Yeah. So, yeah, totally throwing that out there to you. So, CW, if you want me, <laughs> I, there you go. I gotta I say, they need a decent know. Joker, and you, I think you could be the man. I think you could be the oh, man. Yeah, man. It, would be a, it would be a blast. Because I yeah. show. What's your take on the guy? Uh, I can't remember the the actor's name, but the the kid from Shameless portraying the Joker. What's your take on him? Yeah, he he does a good job with it. I just don't like the direction they've gone with the character because you're not supposed to know who the Joker is. Yeah. This one, this version of Gotham City, everybody knows who the Joker is. Yeah. Everybody knows. Oh, this is this this, uh, Velasca kid. Okay. That's, yeah, you're humanizing a guy that we have no idea who is, and like that's what makes him so vile and unpredictable and, and amazing to watch. As the world's greatest detective, the one question he asks when he sits on the Mobius chair is, "What is the real name of the Joker?" Then the, the, you're not supposed to know who he is. Yes, if, he, if Batman can never figure that out, and that's the one question he asks, then we're not supposed to know either. Mm. That's that's what makes him interesting. You're not supposed to know that, so that's why I'm like that's. That's the one thing about that show that really just, just I'm like, yeah. you don't understand the character. You don't understand. Yeah. I just look at it as an Elseworld story, and that's how I keep my sanity with that. Mm, but yeah, right. no. it's, you actually, it's kind of how I have to look at a lot of that uh, stuff when they go yeah. on those variations. It's like, well, you yeah. know, it's, I guess, an offshoot from that reality. Yeah. Mm. That, that's how I also feel about the um, Walking Phoenix Joker film. I'm like, <sighs> yeah. <sighs> Doing yeah. Joker origin, this the one character that's not supposed to have that. The only way yeah. I'd be okay with it is if they did so many different versions of his origin in that, like so, like which is the real one, or in, like have I was the, say, how to get I the scars. Always, I always thought there was the rumor that he had that. Uh, who was it? Uh, Doctor, someone's uh, helmet on him with the with the red. Uh, it was like oh, a red, red helmet. And, the red hood. 
Yeah, and he and he ended up like going like insane because of it or something like that. And the Joker was like a normal dude before that, but when he ended up with that helmet on or something, but that might have huh. just been one of those like rumored Off- stories uh, or an offshoot too. Killing joke, he says, you know, what if I'm going to have a pass, I might as well make it a multiple choice. It's just like, yeah. it's like <laughs> that's the only way I think the Joker origin would work is if they did mm. have like possible different origins of him. Yeah, that's the only one I'd be fine with. I don't want to just. Well, he needs that enigma, man. The elusiveness. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I have no doubt that Joaquin's going to do a great job with the role, though. I think he's going to. He's an amazing actor. Yeah, but I'm. And he's legit crazy, which usually leads to the most amazing artists. So, I mean, did you guys know that he 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 went off to be a rap artist, like, and did a documentary Mm -hmm. for that for a little bit? Oh, I'm still here. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you guys watch it. Like a lot of people, just like never heard of that, and it's like it's amazing. Didn't K- it was I think a joke. Casey Affleck was the one who shot it. Yeah, no, yeah. No, it no. was. It was like a. I think he says it was like a beard and all that. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah it's amazing. He's just a character guy, like Daniel Day Lewis. You know, I feel like in in yeah. his own perspective, though. Yeah. So like my 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 dislike for the film has nothing to do with him. I think he's yes. going to bring interesting thing to the, the character. I can't wait to see what he does with the character. I just don't like yeah. the idea. Exactly like Gotham. You know, like I feel like, the same way. Have, well, they, they have so many, you have 75 years worth of Joker stories to tell. Yeah. Why not do one? Like the, the one I wish they had actually done is the uh, the one sh- the one off they did back right after Dark Knight came out. Of, it was just called Joker. And it's where he, huh. one of his henchmen comes and picks him up from Arkham and you're seeing everything from the henchman's perspective. Oh wow! Oh wow! Sick, depraved guy. He was like one one thing I just loved. I would love to see it actually done on screen. Was Is this a graphic he, novel? This one? Yeah, it's a graphic okay. novel. Okay. And he, he goes to uh, pick up Harley from like he's like, he's trying to go find Harley, and she's been working in a strip club. And so he 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 goes up and takes the 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 guy that was basically abusing Harley at the strip club. He takes him backstage and like flays him of all of his skin, removes all of his skin. He's still alive. And he sh- shoves him back out on stage uh, at the strip club. And he's like, yeah, strip for them. You know, it's just like, oh, wow. <laughs> that's something Joker would do. It's like, that's, he thinks that's funny. Yeah. yeah. It's appropriate. You know, it fit for what this guy had been doing. I'm like, that's, that's, that's awesome. Right. That yeah. is he's such a, a complex character and you can do so many things with him. Oh, so yeah. Don't just do an origin story. Do one of his other stories with something interesting with him. I know like um, earlier, earlier this year, like Kevin Smith mentioned that he wants to do like a Batman story, but like do it as a horror story. Oh. And maybe like oh. set in like Arkham Asylum to like something like, like darker, could be, uh, even like, darker. Yeah. Really? Batman. Arkham and I'm like that would be fantastic. Even even the Arkham Asylum video games, I got like horror vibes oh, playing. Yeah, cool. yeah. the, the oh croc in the, the sewer. Croc. Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, I'm glad we both went right immediately there. That's just terrifying. He was doing too. It was like, yeah. and even the little Easter egg parts with like Calendar Man and like mm-hmm. all this, all the stuff in his cell and, and shit. Oh, like that. Yeah. It's, it's great. I'm so happy. Yeah. <laughs> I, I gave him down to my little brothers when I was done with them. I was like, here, oh, yeah. you have to play this. Yep. <laughs> Especially the ending to the second game. I would, that was just like, I cannot believe they did that. I'm like, holy yeah. crap, they killed off the Joker. And it's yeah. a great way. And then they brought him back in such a creative way for Dark 
uh, for Arkham Knight. I was like, yeah, yeah, man. I'm, I'm surprised how well the video games, uh, like storyline. Yeah, they, yeah. They, they, they did a great job on those. Yeah. Oh, I love love those games. Yeah, well, I, I have to say, with your love of the Batman series, you and and your impressions being so so well done, you would make a great CW Joker. Well, I think you. they should definitely go for you. Thank you. I, I also did tell you the other uh, one I want to do is um, because I, I think Dare uh, not Daredevil, but um, Deadpool proved that this could work. Now is take the original, like do a remake of the Mask. Or reboot oh, of it, but okay. do it as the Dark Horse Comics version of the mask, where it was that violent oh. mask. That would be good. I think that would work better, maybe as a Netflix series. Than that would be wicked. Do what they did with the comic and have different people take on the mask at different times and stuff like that too. Because mm. like Stanley Ipkiss eventually gets killed off by his girlfriend. If I remember right, and then she takes on the mask, then she loses it, and Callaway takes on the mask and becomes more of a heroic type of character with it. It's just like because like when Stanley had it, he was more like just revenge oriented, getting at back at all those people that had wronged him. And, yeah, and I was like that. That's what I, so I would love to tackle that character because I, I I feel like I'm like Stanley Ipkiss in a lot of ways in real life too. So I'm just like, oh, I would love to do that. That could, would be a really cool project. Yeah. yeah. And I could definitely see you expanding on the mask, like in your own direction, man. Like that's way better than my live action Captain Planet idea. Oh man. Be helpful. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my tea. Man, you gave me hard again. <laughs> Damn it. All I, all I can do is make like puppies roll over with that shit. Yeah. <laughs> you can cause like flames. And, <laughs> and, and I got tidal waves. And I can talk to a dolphin. <laughs> great. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. You're great. So, someone had to be hard, I guess, right? Oh, yeah. man. No, the uh, an, a new mask would be would be fantastic. I would love uh, yeah. to see that. I mean, not just because I'm a big Jim Carrey fan too, and the original yeah. one. I feel like it's long overdue with all the reboots that come out constantly. It's like that's a movie that I could see going, like you know, especially with a darker tone. Uh, that could be done so right with a little bit of comedic undertone still at the same time to keep it preserved. They a little bit of dark undertone in like the because the, they, they they did take one part from the comic and put it in the film where he got back revenge with those mechanics and like shoved the tailpipes up their tailpipes. Oh man. (laughs) Yeah. That's so brutal. It's like, I want more of that (laughs) dark humor. That would be great. It's so funny how they make it, you know, like you add a little laugh and a little, I don't know, difference in motion and you take something so brutal and make it funny in a, in like a film that kids watch, but like he stuck, he stuck a muffler up that dude's, rear end that's crazy that's like hardcore brutal yeah so they would be dead oh, <laughs> beyond yeah, that. that's like looney tunes you know it they, they get away with it but yeah. you have like a live action thing where it's referenced it's a lot worse yeah oh my god yes yeah oh my that's what that that's what i love about that character though he can just do so much because he has that cartoonishness about him so he, very true defies mm. the laws of physics in so many ways. So it's like, oh, what a fun character. You can do so much with that. Yeah, I always yeah. remember the scene where he like uh, ha- like got all the bullets in him. Yeah. And like all the water came out. 
or the drink that he had, and then he yep. like spat them all back out. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, man. Great. Oh god. I, yeah, that, the, I love that movie anyway. God. I'm such a great place in my heart for that movie. Yeah, yeah, it's one of my favorites, man. One of my favorites. That movie. Oh my god. Oh, dude, let's forget about <laughs> it, man. Puberty. Yeah, yeah, she was way hotter than she was in uh, something about Mary, like in that yeah. movie, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, man, is how can the people get in contact with you? Like, where's what's the best way for people to see your what you're up to? <laughs> say the best way now since i basically reached my follower and friend limits on like facebook and instagram is to uh follow me on twitter uh david okay. h at, oh, at david h thornton on twitter but I mean, you can still follow me on like instagram and facebook i just usually can't add people now because i've reached my limit which they suck yeah, <laughs> yeah those limits are yeah, weak. we discussed that before the cap had 7500 for some reason yeah, yeah. It's, it's just like, come on, man. I'm trying to make friends here. Yeah. You're cool with everybody. Man. You're making friends work. too fast, man. We got to slow you down. Oh, that means people know. You must be spin. Yeah, right. Oh, man. <laughs> and any appearances you're making anytime soon? Anything, we, you yeah. know, cons or anything? Yeah, I'm doing um, I'm doing a uh, chiller next week in New Jersey. Ooh. Oh, cool! One of those bigger cons. I'm also doing uh, in November, doing Gates of the Dead in Chicago, which is going to be a lot of fun. And awesome. I don't think I have anything for December yet. We're working on hopefully to get me into WinterCon at least here in New York and stuff like that. But I have basically next year every month I'm going to have at least one con all the way through July so far. So, oh, I'm wow. Excited. Doing a lot of Days of the Dead, doing Mad Monster parties, stuff like that. So doing one up in Ontario next year oh. too. So it's gonna be fun. So, yeah, I, I love it. It's just that's just pure joy for me. I, I mean, I, I used to go to cons when I was younger, and so that I always wanted to be on the other side of the table, and now I'm on that side of the table. <laughs> that's gonna it. be so cool. Yeah, the change yeah, perspective. Awesome. Yeah, man. Yeah, so yeah, and you're travel and just meet people. I'm just like, I love this. Yeah, man, I gotta say that's one of the coolest things about you, man. You're a really humble dude. You you appear on a million shows, and he, one of our buddies even met you at a. I can't remember what convention, but he said you were the nicest guy ever. And I, I just I, I immediately got that from looking on the internet. You know, there's not a bad thing about you, and I gotta say I really appreciate that, especially since now you're like a cult icon character, man. It's weird. It's so weird. Yeah, oh, I bet. I bet, man. <laughs> I'm still wrapping my head around all that. I'm to, to me, I'm just me. I'm still like the shy, dorky. You know, I, I always say I'm like an extroverted introvert. So just like mm. it's, it's weird for me. I'm like this is the new new life for me. So well, yeah. keep doing what you're doing because it's yeah. working. Yeah, don't yeah, change, yeah, I'll, man. I'll keep doing it. Then. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, man. We love the hell out of it. And uh, yeah, thanks for thank you so much for coming on, man. For sure. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. This is a blast. Oh, yeah, definitely, man. And real quick before we wrap this up, if you guys want to check us out, Facebook, American Slacker Podcast, you'll find our Facebook. You'll find the American Slackers group where you can chime in with Slackers just like yourself. Also, check out the Instagram at American Slacker Podcast, the promos and art for each and every show. And our website is americanslackerpodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter and Reddit at A-M-E-R-S-L-K-R Podcast. All of our stuff's going up on YouTube as well. Please rate and review the show on iTunes and support us on our Patreon. David, thank you so much for coming on the show again. It was a pleasure talking to you. It was great having you on. You're welcome back anytime. Anytime, man. Yeah, yeah. We can't wait to see what you do next, man. We're really looking forward to whatever project you're doing. We're going to be behind it for sure. I appreciate it.
Nah, thank you, man. And uh, mm-hmm. until next time, people, that's it. There you go.